0: David Love Jones, welcome back to African Rhythms. Mike was holding the ship last week, and (laughs) thanks to him. Thank you. Great. All right. Well, we started off this time uh, with a New York kind of theme. Later on, I've got uh, a new uh, hip-hop original beat megamix once again. Can't get no more New York than that. (laughs) Yeah, that certainly is New York style. All right. Well, Donny Hathaway, a beautiful record. Everything is. Everything should be in everybody's collection. Well, Donny Hathaway is
1: uh, in New York proper as far as being played on the radio. And this is something that we will probably uh, will, will be a recurring theme throughout the night because we're going to find out, or I hope that the listening audience finds out, that New York music was a lot different than, say, music coming out of Motown or Philly because it didn't identify with the city mm. as much this as is some the of the other cities. This is the you grew up in? This is where I grew up. So uh, I speak from some amount of experience regarding this. <laughs> yes, indeed. But yeah, it's, it's the simple fact that it's, it's a different type of experience than like the Motown or the Philly or the Memphis type deal.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, Donnie Hathaway, now here is somebody well praised by Rachels and Aretha, but even so, unfortunately the world was not listening to the ghetto and such. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Although, uh, on an underground level, in the sweatier dance clubs, I think it was a classic. Definitely an anthem. And uh, I
1: guess we're wrong in saying that the world wasn't listening. The right people
0: That's, I guess, what I was getting at. I guess that's
1: really the way to go about it. The right people really weren't giving the proper attention to this that, that should have been given. And unfortunately, the brother's talent was cut short, but...
0: Uh, a legacy yeah yeah oh yeah what a legacy definite legacy mm, um, uh, but an a- age-old problem as is uh with the next group we're going to listen to uh, mike's brought some special new york moments here tonight here is somebody i, m- I must say i've never seen an album by these guys the whatnots right well yeah. this again was
1: part of sylvia's universe uh her stang all platinum universe and uh, they very much were a sound like like Ray Goodman and Brown like The Moments mm. but uh, it was a five man group and um, like The Moments you had like three tenors intermingled switching on the leads so they suffered kind of much for the association that one sounded like the other unfortunately the the whatnots never got off the ground and really made it uh, major inroads and had a, a big crossover hit like The Moments did with Love on a Two Way Street and stuff so they were very popular amongst The soul circuits and stuff and uh, they didn't get far beyond that but they did have some excellent music and this is an example of one of the songs here as we hear uh,
0: just can't lose your love you're listening to African Rhythms
2: It's to-
3: That often I want you to take a minute And listen to what I have to say Remember the quarrel we had And I told you to get out And find someone else Which you did And when I saw you both together I would smile And give you a convincing hello And remember once you told me That I had no feelings at all Well, please baby Please listen to what I have to say So you think me
0: tears up the classic the local hit track from the moments not on the outside
1: yes she does um, those that are really into these groups the soul sexy soul groups actually might notice that that arrangement of not on the outside is scaled down a little bit because as we heard before on that linda jones moments duo that you had mm-hmm. um, they had to scale it down for her voice because she sings lower did yeah. all three tenors in the moments and the <laughs> first the first song uh, just can't lose your love by the whatnots billy herndon the whatnot's lead singer you can also hear there how the arrangement if you just plug harry ray's voice in there it would be just as similar and it would have the moments written all over it so mm. um i know the stang label and we we trashed them a little bit sometimes in a nice way for not having the, the best of studios but yeah like we got to give sylvia robinson a lot of credit
0: what for she assembling, with what she did what had. For yeah. assembling the amount of talent that she did and yeah. being able to build what she could with it. The quality is not fantastic, but that original pressing we just heard there, the quality is not really that bad. It's probably the best way to hear it anyway. You know, the t- I don't think the master tapes have aged very well, no, unfortunately. No, uh, I,
1: I would imagine not, but she has allowed all her artists in her stable to mm-hmm. do the songs the best way they knew how. Yeah, and from most times that was just like turn it loose, let them go and
0: go for yeah. it. Yeah, well, not. with a talent like Linda Jones, um, you know, finally finely tuned instruments, certainly not indifferent to billy Holiday herself. Well, from the genre
1: music, that's not a bad comparison at all, because Linda Jones, in many many ways, did in the short time she was here, have a lot of these so called people, professionals in the business, shaking their heads. She was definitely a one of a kind singer.
0: Yeah. A- as with Billie Holiday, I mean, later on in Billie's career, at the time, some of her stuff was criticized, but in time, looking back on it, the tortured, anguish, cries are some of the finest ever laid down, really. Well, you know? and, in, in, in regard to all these people who have been looking for these lost
1: soul icons and stuff, I can honestly say this is one person who I'm definitely glad was found because she truly is a, a genuine star. Uh, maybe she's not getting her props right now well while she was here but she's surely getting them now because people have recognized her talent yeah
0: Linda Jones a New York original All right, well let's carry on with our New York focus part of the show here on African Rhythms some friends of Mike Black Ivory yes indeed Stu Baskin and Leroy
1: of the Aleems actually later of the Aleems on lead here Get Loose fame and all of that yes indeed <laughs> this is all typical New York 15, 16 years old I broke up with my girlfriend now play this song so we can make up again type music <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, in time. You Happy. Didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to ask her to dance. To ask her to dance. It was love at first sight. Love at first sight. I just saw her tonight. Just saw her tonight. And night. I wish somebody would introduce her to me. I like the way she danced in the dark and disappeared in the night. And oh, she stole my heart. It was love at first sight. Who's love.
1: The Isleys then and the Isleys now. New York City on
0: the spotlight, the Isley Brothers. FM, on your dials CITR and that's some classic soul right there from New York City New York City on the spotlight the Isley Brothers the Isley Brothers a little
1: back to back action for you all the Isleys then and the Isleys as close to now as you can get the original version of Who's That Lady and as you can tell from that little groove that was happening there has a definite Latin feel to it and that was very much part of what the New York scene was about because of the Large Hispanic, in particular Puerto Rican, influx in the city at that time in the 50s. Um, Mm. Salsa music, even before it was called salsa, before it had a label, it was just called Latin. And you had a lot of that happening on the radio. There was a strong infusion of rock and roll, but there was also strong Latin infusion as well. The Soul Station, David, we're talking earlier stuff like uh, early Willy Bobo, early Mm. Mongo, stuff like that. There was a famous DJ named Symphony Sid who eventually was syndicated. And uh, the local Spanish station, WADO, played a lot of Latin... Uh, Ballads and dance tunes and stuff And this was right in tune with Some of the local DJs Another one you might have heard of Jocko Who was also doing things in the 50s So Hmm. black and Spanish kids Were listening to this all along So the music was crossing lines So they had to cross the grooves In addition to that To make sure that they had both markets
0: Interesting. All right. Well, let, let's get into some New York group soul. Now, the escorts, this is going back a ways.
1: <laughs> This is going back further than you want to believe. <laughs> These gentlemen are currently, well, some of them are currently residents of Rahway State Prison. Uh, they, that's why <laughs> they call the escorts. The seven brothers. They're doing time or did time for various crimes. Wow. And uh, at a talent show, they started singing. And their uh, ability to sing caught the interest of George Kerr connected again with all black and then the sylvia so it, it runs back to that jersey thing again so uh at the behest of sylvia george kerr went back to the prison got the permission from the prison officials to record them right in the prison and the seven of them did this first effort that we're about to hear here and uh although there's not a lot of original material on it this breaks down into classic doo-wop. And uh, even though the song you're about to hear is something that we play a lot, we've got a lot of versions of this song, Who Baby Baby, the Escorts translation of this song, I think you're all going to like very, very much. It's very unique. Well, what can I say? When you're in jail and you can't get out, you're definitely gonna have the blues, so <laughs> you're gonna have some inspiration to sing. And uh, I'm into that. Yes, these, these brothers do a decent job of it, I tell you.
2: What brought me in here was the invite with the environment that I was in, right? Uh, I fi- I figure this way, I don't I don't really blame, you know, society, right, in a whole for me being here. And what they do, you know, we do whatever we do to survive, right? I chose armed um, Robbie. Uh, I'm fortunate that uh, I have a talent and hey, you gave me a chance to, you know, try to get over with it and I, I want this to be what I want to do now, you know? I'm, I'm same, still the same person. I'm still a poor man, you know, I come from the grassroots and I'm not gonna never forget where I come from. But like uh I you know I, I think now that now that I have a, a new direction to move in that I'm gonna stay with this, this is this same.
1: the fruit what it is what it was what it shall be this is CITR 101.9 yeah. FM
2: Lord for the cloud you made for me I know you put the cloud there for all of us to see That I'd have a home amongst the stars To cure all my ills and all of my scars But I'm tired of living on a
0: of uh, the collection of Mr. Mike Ingram. Well, uh, this, was, this was Joe Batan.
1: The, the song was called My Cloud, and this was kind of a uh, favorable response to what we heard earlier with the Isley Brothers. You heard the Isley Brothers original Who's That Lady, the Latin feel there, and this was a typical Latin ballad singer. I like it. Coming across and repaying the compliment mm. with his own soulful version of another Latin tune. So yeah. it, was, it, was interesting be- it was interesting because you had both cultures the Latin and the African-American culture borrowing from each other, unbeknownst to each other, but when the groove came down and the music was finished, you know, both parties liked it. Like I said, both Latin kids and black kids were buying this stuff. The Latin thing that was happening in New York was very much a new York thing It was specifically a New York thing, unlike a lot of the other big cities, like I said, New York had a large Latino population, and because of that, there was, there, was already there were established uh, cultural icons there, like a newspaper newspapers actually uh, their own radio station where they were playing. Uh, strictly latin music and things of that nature and this was an example of the cultures crossing over to each other because everybody related to music and everybody related to dancing and back then uh in the late 50s early 60s being able to latin as they say or really dance salsa was very important from a social standpoint and so it was it was it was a good way for the two cultures to intermingle on a day-to-day basis and borrow from each other
0: well, certainly some great music came out of it, no question. And before that, a couple of Atlantic classics. Ray, Brother Ray of Atlantic, New York. Well, for a
1: label like Atlantic to have as much as an influence as it did on music per se, unfortunately, it did not help New York City to develop a sound, like a Motown sound, because New York DJs weren't necessarily given an order, either through sales or otherwise, to play New York acts. Because of that, but somebody like Ray Charles... You wouldn't hear Ray Charles on the Top 40 station. He would be played on the Soul station, and unless the song was a huge thing, like uh, Georgia On My Mind or something like that, you wouldn't know Ray Charles lived or existed or even worked for a label that was based in New York City.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just reading here. There's an interesting connection here with this next artist that we're going to play, and that is Voices of East Harlem, and I take it these guys are from New York City. Yes, they are. Yeah, and um, here's a connection with uh, a record they did on the Just Sunshine label, and this was uh, produced by folks from Chicago, the Windy City, Leroy Hudson, Curtis Mayfield, so there's an interesting melange this record of uh, the new york and chicago sounds yeah it'll be
1: interesting to see what kind of influence hudson has in the production of this song seeing how we know this is very early
0: art kind of theme.
1: towards a rock. Mixed
2: in with a funk.
1: Mixed in with a funk.
0: 1971 Voices of East Harlem Produced by Chicago legends Leroy Hudson, Curtis Mayfield Nice
1: track, Mike Yeah, and a good illustration of how the music evolved in New York as we go up from the doo-wop era of the 50s with the Latin influences, now we've come into the early 70s, more of a rock influence.
0: Mm-hmm, especially with that Roy card. Especially track.
1: with the Roy Ayres kind I mean. Roy Ayres wasn't even spending a lot of uh, that Mystic Voyage album where we heard that Disco King cut from. Uh, you didn't hear a lot of Roy's vibes back then either. Everything was leaning towards a rock mixed in with a funk uh, circuit, like a Sly of Family Stone yeah. type.
0: Trying to mix up styles. Combination of
1: grooves and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, make, doing a lot of exploring, and certainly Mystic Voyage was a, a successful uh, exploration. Life is Just a Moment, one of his greatest cuts ever. Yep. On that one, parts one and two, as well as Mystic Voyage, the track itself. Rather a trippy vibe
1: exploration. Very much so, but at the 70s in New York, there was a lot of live music going on, and I think, in um, speaking to Isaac Hayes a couple of weeks ago, he was grateful that that. Sort of thing seemed to be coming back around. He was worried about the amount of sampling. Mm. and he said now being in New York because Isaac Hayes is a morning DJ on uh, KISS FM 98.7 that's WRKS back in New York City mm. and he talks about the fact that he's glad now that there's more live music so I think this is more in part of what we're going to see mm-hmm. in, in the coming years in not just New York but everywhere that are going back gonna to be real songs going back to real sounds and real musicians playing real yeah. music So
0: real songs good real science. musicians can't beat it good signs mm-hmm. yeah and one of the finest real songs and uh, real groups back in around 71 which that last track was from certainly the ghetto was uh, an earth shaking moment on the dance floors as well as uh, for an artist of uh, Donnie's stature to come along it's um, a rare event
1: well if you ever get one signature tune in your life you've done you've done a man's work sir but when you have something like this a groove that is so earth shakingly temperate in its approach you don't really feel what's happening until you're two or three minutes into it and then you're lost and that's i think what qualifies a good dance anthem where it just kind of like either grabs you right away or you're there and all of a sudden you've been swept up in it and that's what i that's what this song particular song does to me it's a dance classic and well need I say anymore this is donny hathaway's major work the ghetto
4: Yes, this is the ghetto. Shown up now.
2: Jazz is a word that means many different things to many different people the best definition of jazz that i know of is the jazz show on citr with yours truly gavin walker monday nights nine to midnight with the jazz feature at 11 o'clock check us out every monday
1: was the real cool in the gang we stated this in past shows but this was definitely the the cool in the gang that a lot of people weren't privy to prior to the uh, more pop-oriented stuff like celebration and ladies night new york city but when we say new york city now i have to also preface that we're talking as well about new jersey and uh, some parts what would what be called the metropolitan area so that's New York and then a little bit of New Jersey. We're talking about a lot of the New close, Jersey... Close, close by. Very close by. We're talking walking distance. you <laughs> got a lot of New Jersey groups uh, that were born there, played in a lot of the local clubs there, and then got their uh, start, so to speak, through one of the either the small independent labels in New Jersey or across the bridge in New York City. But it didn't go far from that immediate area.
0: All right. Well, let's get back to that. This is New Jersey Soul, all-platinum, turbo, vibration sugar hill they're all interrelated with a certain sylvia robinson yes indeed a record that i've certainly never seen and that's uh the oj's meet the the moments the The, moments this is a very very rare album
1: if anybody has this album in any kind of shape Hang on to it, because it's going to be worth a couple of bucks. Brother, but uh, uh, in in closing, I'd just like to say, as we've said the last couple of shows, if you want to know where the soul trees grow, the roots of all that encompasses it can be found right here on African
0: Rhythms. Sweet. And I'm David Jones. Thank you, Mike. I wish you all out there peace and love.